0: Welcome to this edition of the Million Dollar Mastermind Podcast. This is where we pick the brains of high achievers from all walks of life and get their hard-earned, real-world insights on winning. I'm your host, Larry Wydell. Well, I've got a a question for you about your online course. Uh, Let's just say you did go through the idea of, putting together your first online course. Uh, we won't do the, you know, I imagine it's an extension of doing the book. You know, it's similar to writing your first book, you know, your first course. How did that come about and how, what was the process? So,
1: as I said, I started nine years ago and I started one-on-one coaching, like most people that start in the coaching space. But because I have been a CEO before, Scaling was super important to me. I didn't want to do one-on-one coaching for too long. So in my second year of business, I, I did groups. And third year, I continued with the groups. And in my fourth year, I finally created my first online course. And I wanted to create this super-duper online business course. You only need to attend my course and you will learn everything. Um, I created a one-year program, which had big modules coming out once a month. And after running this course for one and a half years, I got frustrated. I realized that not all the people in my course were having success. It was a small portion. And at the same time, I heard that most people, that only 10% or 15% of people finish online courses. And I asked myself, is that happening in my program? And I had to admit, yes. And so I knew I had to do something about it. You know, I'm the teacher, I'm the coach. I cannot blame it on my students that they're not taking action. I had to change the way I teach. And then I came up with uh, a challenge. Basically, I created a course within a course. And I said, this is 10 weeks, and you are just gonna do what I tell you. And who's who's joining? Who's joining SAMPA Summer School? I called it SAMPA Summer School. SAMPA stands for Rooms Online MBA. 124 people joined. It was about a half of my students at the time. And I created a program that got 90% completion rate. I literally changed everything how I teach. It's it's really reducing the amount of content people have and giving them step-by-step process. And so after the first summer, Amazing success, 124 online courses were created that summer that would not have been created otherwise. The year after, I repeated the process again, and I realized this is my program. I shouldn't be selling this one-year program with all that stuff that people never execute. I should just be focusing on really uh, doing this program that I renamed then to Kickstart. So it's called Samba Kickstart Today. And yeah, I wrote a book about it uh, after running the program for five years. And uh, you can literally then see the transformation of people, you know, someone who had no online business, no online course five years ago, and now they have a million dollar business, which uh, really is this this, this kickoff. uh, And it's a way to scale if you think about it, you know, from both sides. An online course, you can finally stop trading time for money and you can Serve
0: a lot of people at the same time, yeah, and talk about uh, how the change you made you know specifically what were the changes that went from a f- normal industry fifteen percent completion rate on courses to where you went to what do you say ninety percent something like that yeah, so what specific what yeah. specific things did you uh, discover that worked so well for you?
1: So, first of all, people prefer uh, shorter programs. So, six, eight, 10, 12 weeks versus a year. If you have a year program, people have the feeling they can do it next week and next week and next week. So, they will postpone. And when you have a limited time, that already puts some pressure on you to stay on track and not get behind. And procrastinate. And to make it even more concrete, I decided that there would be tasks that people have to finish every week. And I made the task small and manageable, less content, actually, as little content as possible, but all about action. So it's like 10% input, 90% output. And to make sure people are actually doing it every two weeks, There's a form to fill out, you know, and the form tells me if people are actually doing the work or not. Um, And in order to get a certificate for attending my program, you have to fill out all the forms at the right time. And then I introduced the competition as well and said, you can win a MacBook Pro as one of our winners. Now we pick only one winner out of hundreds of people each time, but just this small carrot. Motivates a lot of people, and then it's the group pressure—the positive group pressure when you are together in a group, like a Facebook group, and uh, people are kind of on the edge of like, "Yeah, I don't have an idea for my online course. I cannot fill out the form." And I'm like, "You, you got five minutes to come up with an online course idea. You can do it. You can do it," and they can.
0: And so and they, had, they
1: had two weeks to come up with the idea, right. but then someone
0: is last minute saying I I, I don't have a dip you can yeah and so uh as you like it makes it a easier for you too if the forms are simple <laughs> easy you to look at a hundred hundred of these things and see that they're all done uh what kind of so basically you taught the course it sounds like you the big change was rather than having a course pre recorded that you give them access to it, dole it out on, you know, drip feed uh, the next unit on a schedule. What you did was you just taught the course. Is that right? I taught
1: it live the first time. I just went on Facebook Live in the group and said, This is a task for the week. And that was how I created the course. Ah. And that's how I teach them to do it. It's okay if it's a bit messy and raw and not perfect in the beginning. And one of the reasons people don't create an online course or never finish the things that they start, especially beginners, you know, when you're still not believing in yourself and don't really have a proper online business, is this uh, perfectionism. Yeah. And with very tight deadlines, you know, you have to get rid of the perfectionism. And I say... Here's how I create any new online course that I create. I just go live in a Facebook group and tell people what to do that week. I do not pre-record a video and edit it and upload it to a teaching platform. That happens after I've created the course, after I know what I'm teaching, we've gotten feedback. So now I am in the Facebook group of my students, but I have, and all the videos are pre-recorded. Uh, all the teaching videos that I do. All the technical videos are done by someone else on my team because they also need updating from time to time. I have uh, a a head coach that runs all the coaching calls. I have student mentors. These are people who have gone through the process at least once and they want to help others succeed. So I do not have to do any coaching or any teaching in my own programs because I have this massive support. But my students like it when I show up. So I do go on Facebook Live and say, hey, you have one hour to go to fill out the form for your online course. Yeah. I see myself as a motivator to get things done. The process is created. I don't have
0: to do that one. What what is your, we'll wrap up with this. Like they they get a course, there's a lot of courses out there. What is the best, Approach you're recommending, or that you would use yourself to launch a new online course.
1: So if you got your be, course, yeah. How,
0: how and it's all done. You know, you've been through the thing. You've done it once. You got it finished. Now, how do you launch? Is launch a big uh, thing? Yes,
1: yeah. it's my favorite topic. I love that you asked about it. <laughs> I love launching. So. Launching, uh, it depends on uh, you know, how long you've been in business, how experienced you are. You have to start a little bit simpler. But a typical launch is uh, a webinar. You, know, you pick a topic. Let's yeah. say three biggest mistakes when scaling up your business. Let's say that's a topic. Someone wants to scale up their business. They don't want to make mistakes. So they will, of course, sign up for that webinar. On the webinar... Uh, you should announce, of course, how long the webinar is in all your emails and reminders so that people have the time because 60-minute webinar is a very tight time right. to get people to know you, teach something, and make an offer. So I would say 90 minutes at least. But this method doesn't work so well anymore than a typical sales webinar.
0: Right. So
1: what I do uh, it's a combination of things. What I really am a huge fan of, uh, is paid workshops to actually get people to pay and then do a three hour workshop is kind of the minimum or even better, a three day workshop where you do three hours every day. That's what I do. Mostly the conversion rate from paid participants is way higher than if you do a free training. You're also going to have a higher show up rate. So 50, 60% will show up because they paid, even if it's just 47 or $97. And then uh, you make your offer and you're going to see conversion rate up in 10, 13, 15, even 20% conversion rate because you spend three days with them. Whereas in a free training, even if you have it three days or five days, it's more like 3% or even 2%. Now, I do a doing- combination of all of these different things when I do long launches. Uh, so my biggest launch is in January and I started end of November with a paid workshop. I go into f- uh, free training, free master classes over Christmas. And then uh, I have a five-day online business bootcamp in January. And all of this, comp- like this is like a, almost a two-month period where I'm launching. Now this is because I've been launching for nine years. I love launching. This is one of my zone of geniuses. And, uh, if I want to have a seven figure launch, the longer the runway, the bigger the launch.
0: Yeah. And, uh, now is this a program that you're only going to be running for one year or is this an evergreen type, uh, program?
1: When you launch, you are most likely selling, uh, program, uh, a drip fed right. program, fixed program. Yeah. When I sell my evergreen programs, I do that a bit differently. Then it's more either automated because it's an evergreen; right. it can be automated. So, right, yeah. These are the two main ways to sell an online course: is launch it, you know, do some event, a live event, nothing pre-recorded. I'm not a fan of that. Uh, live, people see you; they can ask you questions; they can feel you. You know, they have the feeling that they know you, and they can buy. And you can typically sell, uh, you know. Uh, several thousand dollar programs with this launch method without offering people a call. Evergreen, you can, uh, for instance, record a masterclass on a topic, have a free training. And so basically people sign up for the masterclass. And then on the masterclass, you invite to a discovery call and there you can sell a high-end group coaching program, you know, over over 10,000. And, and if you have a cheap evergreen, like if your online course is maybe $500, you don't need to have a call, obviously. You can skip that step. You go straight from the masterclass to uh, a limited time offer. Maybe if you buy today, you get it for half price. And uh, if you buy it within three days, it's 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 25% off, and then it goes to full price after that.
0: But how do you get them? One last question. How do you get them to like when you're going to be doing your free... You know your p. What do you do before that to get them to have people who will be in the paid workshop for for a day or for three days or something? like, that? You've got to. Do, there's a step before that that we haven't.
1: Yeah, we haven't, yeah. That's the lead generation that everyone wants to know. Everyone is asking about how we can. So yeah. first of all, it's organic. Uh, organic is having a podcast, uh, blog post. Uh, you know, having a blog or right. podcast or or videos on YouTube. Like all of these organic strategies work, but they are slower. Right. The fastest way is paid ads. Pay ads. Pay dad. pay because if, no. if, when I do my big launches, which I do once a year, uh, I am looking at getting 20,000 people to sign up. There is no way by me, you know, publishing a few podcast episodes, a few blogs, that I'm going to find 20,000 people to show up. So I need to run right. ads directly to a sign-up.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Is there uh, anything you'd like to ask or anything you'd like to say as a final word here uh, before we uh, break off? I appreciate all the time uh, you you put in and uh, it's been a lot of fun. Well, uh, I'm going to leave. You. you got the final final yeah. word here.
1: Well, anything is possible is really my motto. If somebody can do it, you can do it. Uh and I think uh if, if someone is listening and they are still in this uh phase of like not being at seven figures yet, then you know, just check out my book on Amazon, Kickstart Your Online Business. It actually includes the whole process in my program. The whole yeah. program is in the book. So that would be the first step and uh see if someone wants to scale up their business with that method.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much, and uh, congratulations on all of your awards, you think you're going to have another, uh, you got a chance to have another uh, uh, award-winning year in your future like you had last year?
1: Absolutely. But you have to pitch for awards just like you have to pitch yourself on a podcast. Yeah. Even even very prestigious awards like Entrepreneur of the Year from Aniston Young, which is the top award to get, uh you have to send in an application. They don't know you exist. So yeah. remember, we have to put ourselves forward. We, we have to decide to be visible.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Great point. Great point And a great point to end on. You got to be proactive if you want to make these things happen. And uh, you're a great example of that. Look forward to seeing how your next launches go and uh, what kind of uh, future successes you have. And tell your dad, I'm glad he made it out of the hospital.
1: Thank you so much. It's
0: been a pleasure. Thank you so much, Larry. Thank you.
1: Goodbye. Bye.
0: Thanks for listening to the Million Dollar Mastermind. If you felt there were any valuable takeaways from this episode, please take a minute and leave us a five-star review. Your feedback is important and really helps us get the word out to a wider audience. Remember, we have a valuable webinar that is absolutely free, Register for it right now at WhiteAlumWinning.com. Thanks for listening.